Join us for today's episode of the Loose Change Podcast, where we talk about the divisional round of football playoffs and give you our favorite bets of the week. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Loose Change Podcast, where we have a few guys giving their two cents on everything football. We got the divisional rounds coming up. I'm so excited for the football games on Saturday and Sunday again. Uh, Dan, how do we feel about your Bengals coming into this week? Uh, starting to get nervous, especially after those uh, O-line injuries, the first game in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, no doubt. O-line was shaky enough as it is, and now it's even in uh, rougher shape. How about you, Joe Kyle? Bryce? Joe Burrow is going to be having to get that ball off quick, man. I'm looking forward to the off season. Greg Roman's gone, buddy. How do we feel? Greg Roman's gone. Now uh, the agenda is just pay Lamar and uh, hopefully hire an offensive coordinator. That's not a piece of garbage. Hey, Harbaugh says that he's 200% sure that Jackson will remain a Ravens QB. So that's pretty good. 200%. that yeah, that press conference today was like a breath of fresh air because it felt like for so long the narrative was being media driven and no one inside the organization was saying shit. And it just like it let the rumors really get out of hand. The amount of times I've seen Lamar Jackson photoshopped in a fucking New York Jets jersey is just unbelievable. It it looks <laughs> looks wrong. It's disgusting. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up um it's vomit i have full confidence what it is yeah like i have full confidence i i, I had full confidence that they were going to sign lamar in the offseason we knew that the negotiations were being put on hold until the season was over but now we can actually focus on it they've got six weeks to sign him before they have to utilize the franchise tag and it sounds like this is going to be a day-to-day operation it's their number one priority so um the way that they talk like it doesn't sound like trading him is even an option barring a significant change of events and a holdout which yeah. i don't think it's gonna happen and like you said no, Lamar, i don't, I don't know if i can uh, trust a man that says 200 percent. why can't you just say 100 percent? you would trust him more if you said it feels like it feels like you're overcompensating here like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but so like what's more like if he said a thousand percent, then you're like really like this guy has no chance of resigning. He's lying. <laughs> the higher the number, the less sure he is. But um honestly, Dan, transitioning back to you, buddy, just before the show started, we were talking a little bit pregame about the Jags Chiefs game. First game on the agenda, Saturday at 4.30. And you think that the Chiefs are going to mollywop the Jags, eh? The spread's eight and a half. You think that they're going to destroy them? Mollywop, that's the the word of the day, buddy. (laughs) Word of the day. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah, I think this is the end of the road for the Jags here. It's been uh, fun to watch them kind of have a bounce back year, see T-Law spread his wings and fly. But, uh, yeah, the Chiefs are in a different league, especially the offenses. Well, the offenses have been high power, but the defenses have both been middle of the road, and I think the Chiefs' number one offense this year is going to take them over the edge uh, against the middle of the road defense that the Jags have. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. And we were like, we we're looking at the spread. Chiefs are favored by eight and a half. And Dan and I both agree that 
that's basically free money. Um, there's a couple of things that kind of lead me towards that. And first and foremost is as great as it was that the Jags came back last week, they played like shit in the first half. Down 27 <laughs> you, cannot, you cannot do that against the Chiefs. Like there is no way that you – like the Chiefs are far and away a better team than even the Chargers are. Yes, the Chargers were talented, but – I don't see Patrick Mahomes coming out and putting up three points in the second half to allow the Jags to come back. Um, this has the highest over under of the week at 52 and a half. Um, so I'm expecting a lot of points, mostly going to be from the chiefs. I would expect, I do think the Jags will keep it competitive early. And then I expect the chiefs to pull away with it. And the other side of things is Arrowhead is a brutal stadium to play in. It's been one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL for years. Um, you know, the Jags had the benefit of playing at home last week. So that obviously works in your favor when you get down early. You can't have that in Arrowhead. So yeah. the only way the Jags win this one or even keep it close is if they come out guns blazing and they make no mistakes. And I don't trust this offense to do that yet. And the thing with the Chiefs are they're the like one of the best teams, I guess by the stats of the second best team on third downs. And the Jaguars are the third worst team defensively against third downs. So if you're if you're the coach there, dial up some third down plays. You need some game winners against the Chiefs here. If the Jaguars perform on third down like they have throughout the season, they are gonna get destroyed by Mahomes and they Molly he will walked. eat them up. Just yeah, absolutely Molly walked if you would prefer. <laughs> I didn't want to do it again. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I didn't even realize that Mahomes hit fucking 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns on the season. He's by far the MVP, right? Like, no chance that Josh Allen, Burrow, or Hurts have it, right? Yeah, he yeah, received he... something like 49 out of 50 of the first team all pro votes at QB, which is a pretty strong indicator that he's the MVP. So. Yeah, and he's been playing some pretty clean football at the end of the season. He only had one interception the last four games of the regular season, and I think that's going to carry over in this game. For me, I'm just, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jaguars don't come out and suck as bad as they did, right? I don't think they're going down 27 nothing. I think they can put up points against the Chiefs. The yeah, Jaguars have like the ninth or tenth best offense, right? Yeah, so, I, I don't doubt the Jags' ability to put up points. I just don't think that they'll keep pace with Mahomes, and it's going to take one mistake for this game to get out of hand really quickly. Like, this is going to be a one-possession game up until there's an interception or there's a fumble or Dougie P decides to gamble on fourth down from his own 40-yard line and then gives the Chiefs short territory when they don't convert it. Like, they can't overcome those things against this team, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, the Jags defense would have to have a pretty crazy game to have a chance. And the betting lines have Trevor Lawrence at minus 150 to throw a pick. So it, you can't be doing that if the Jaguars have any chance. You need to have zero interceptions, I think, against the Chiefs. It's going to have to be a really clean game for T-Law. It's going to have to be a really clean game for the defense. And like... You know, obviously you want splash plays, but this is going to come down to disciplined football. You can't be giving up pass interference calls or, um, you know, extra yards after the catch. You can't be getting roughing the pass or like any of these penalties that are going to set you back. Like you give up a 15 yard penalty, the Chiefs are scoring on that drive. 
it, it's yeah. just bound to happen. Like you can't afford to be on like third and short and give up a penalty, you know? Last time they matched up, the Chiefs won 27 to 17. That was back in November 13th, kind of before the Jags started this crazy winning streak. And I feel like the Jags are hot. I take the Chiefs to win by seven, eight points even. But the fact that I'm getting eight and a half as a hook, I'm going to be putting some money in a parlay with the Jags covering the spread. But you guys both are on the Chiefs wagon, eh? We all agree the Chiefs win, but you guys think Chiefs cover? I'm taking Chiefs to cover, yeah. Yeah, Chiefs to cover, and I'm leaning towards the over. I think the offenses will get it done. How about any prop bets? I was looking at a couple. Uh, One line that I really liked, uh, obviously do your due diligence, but I was checking out uh, Jarek McKinnon over 36.5 receiving yards. I think that we're going to see a lot of McKinnon involved in this game. I think the line's low because we're going to see Edwards Hilaire likely activated for this game, but I don't think he's really going to be utilized the way that people expect because McKinnon has been getting it done. Um, And let's be real. He can take one touch and turn it into 36 and a half yards. So I'm trusting him to get it done in a game that again, I personally expect to be very high scoring and I think that they're going to have to utilize McKinnon to take advantage of short down and distance. So, yeah, I love that bet at 36 and a half. You said, yeah, that's what it was over at bet 365. You might even be able to get a better line somewhere else. Okay. How about this? 75 yards for the kid. Let's say he just has a crazy good game. He breaks one off. That's plus 825. Huh? Plus 825 for a 75 yard game from McKinnon. I don't hate that receiving or is that combined? That's receiving yards. Uh, plus 210 for 50 receiving yards. I think all those honestly are worth it because McKinnon can go for that one big. And I think he'll be way more involved than Pacheco and CEH. Yeah, yeah maybe Pacheco's if... going to get the goal line work, but that's about it in my opinion. Yeah, maybe if you're looking for a same game parlay piece, I don't mind the uh, Patrick Mahomes no picks under 0.5. Yeah, I like that. Minus 110. That's pretty good. I'll take that. Yeah. So let's move on to the Giants and Eagles game, man. Ah, man. As an Eagles fan, mm-hmm. I'm pumped and nervous as fuck because it's the Giants in the You're playoffs. Nervous. You know what I mean? They just have that energy. They have that swagoo. I watched that Isaiah Tyree. Hodgins go for a hundred and a touchdown last game. That was wild. Like I'm so worried that Richie James and Kenny Galladay put the Eagles out of their misery, but. With that fear also comes a lot of confidence because Hertz is back. Oh my God. Thank God yeah. him and Lane Johnson are playing. They make such a difference. Hey eh, Kyle, that offense with Gardner Minshew just was not the same. No. And it, I mean, it's obvious why, like you don't have to really know that much about football to understand why this is different, why this offense is dynamic is so different. Yeah. Like, I mean, teams really have to respect Hertz. You're likely stacking the box more with Hertz in the game. And it's going to open up passing lanes. It's going to open up rushing lanes. Like I just, you know, it's a pick your poison type offense. Whereas when Minshew's in there, you can key in on certain guys and just hope that Minshew can't get it done. It feels like Jalen Hurts makes the right read every single time on that RPO too. It's such a good playbook to run. And I think at minus seven and a half, it's going to be close to that. I think the Eagles win by about seven, but I don't think they blow out the Giants. But on the flip side, Dayball's got these boys pumped up. 
do you think there's a world or can you outline a world to me, Dan, that the Giants pull this win off? It's going to be a tough road, but like I said, Dable's uh, – I love Dable. I just got to say it. because be uh, for coach of the year, man. Yeah, there, there's sure. a – there's been a lot of talk about Sirianni. People have been loving a lot of different coaches around the league. I right. feel like Dave will get slept on. He's a, he's a fun character and uh, has really like turned the Giants into a a well-oiled machine. Like they know their strengths. I think as a football team. And, and Danny uh, Dimes is all of a sudden not shit. Yeah. Like wow, what a that was a strong not game for the guys. offense. Like that's that's a very confidence building performance by that offense too. Like that's the kind of game you want going into a game against the Eagles. Um, so if they can kind of replicate that performance, then they definitely have a chance. Uh, they just got to keep it grindy and probably keep the possession of the ball in their favor. I'd say because you got to keep the ball out of the Eagles' offense. Uh, his hands here yeah. i'd say um yeah so there there may be a path to victory for the giants it's got to be saquon it has to be saquon yeah. saquon saquon yeah. saquon That's he can what I was bust up the there, eagles yeah. right like he if saquon goes for two touchdowns and 180 yards like that's time of possession like you mentioned dan that's running mm-hmm. it down the eagles throats and that's shutting the link up is when you have an 11 minute drive and the the fans that are already so drunk because they've been drinking for 13 hours because it's a Saturday night game. All of a sudden they get a little quiet. Like there's a recipe for this win, but it's not going to happen. Jalen hurts rushing touchdown is the largest lock of the weekend. It's not even close at minus 110 on some books. I bet you, you could find it at plus something somewhere it's boosted on Betway. I know that for the Ontario listeners out there, Jalen hurts rushing touchdown, Put him for like five rushing touchdowns, actually. If you can alt spread the touchdowns for Jalen Hurts, I would do it. Kyle, do you think the Eagles cover seven and a half? Um, I've been kind of going back and forth. I do think the Eagles cover is where I've kind of decided to plant my flag. Um, I think that the Giants played a really good game last week and I was firmly on the Giants bandwagon last week against the Vikings but it's because the Vikings have been very much uh the frauds of the NFL in a lot of ways the fraud kings um I think yeah I think they did a good job of shutting down Justin Jefferson last week and that was enough to put them over the top Saquon looked amazing last week and I think that we're gonna see a similar version of him this week but it comes down to trench play for me in this one. I think Ooh. that the Eagles win in the trenches on both sides of the ball. I think yeah. they have the, one of the best offensive lines in the league. I think their defensive line is going to give them trouble running the ball. Um, I think that the Giants had to open up their playbook against Minnesota to get it done against Minnesota. So Philly now has less to worry about like they there's not as many tricks left in the bag that new york can pull out on them so you know you sit down and you watch that film and i think that there's going to be less smaller running lanes obviously saquon's going to get his share but i just don't see a world where your receivers are doing anything beneficial for you against the secondary um like gardner johnson is he back 
I'm pretty sure he should be back, right? So, like, that's a huge upgrade to the secondary again. And I I just think that the the Eagles have one of the best front uh, four in football. Like, they're yeah, that's so true. As an Eagles fan, I don't give it enough credit, Kyle. I always talk about the offense, but they got some killers. Hassan Reddick, Fletcher Cox is like their fifth best (laughs) pass rusher right now, which is insane. So I'm taking the trench play here. I think it will be a close game. And I think that uh, eventually it's going to come down to a Giants turnover that's going to give the Eagles uh, a chance to get ahead early in this one. Okay, I think that Eagles are winning at half and I think that Eagles probably win by 10. Okay, wow. I think the Eagles win by over a score so i've changed my mind and i'm going eagles minus seven and a half what kind of an eagles fan would bet on the giants right now right i'd just be stupid of me you can't i can't do it so the cowboys too yeah right might as well (laughs) blow my brains out jesus (laughs) eagles minus seven and a half lock it up dan you with us yes i am uh for both these saturday matchups i just think there's levels to this shit and uh the chiefs (laughs) and the eagles are on a different level than the giants and uh the jags so yeah i'm sticking with the eagles fucking preach Uh, there's levels to this shit and yeah yeah there are i'm on the giants and jags are gonna learn on saturday yeah okay baby and over 48 48 points for that game I like the over. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I like the Eagles to score over 30, and I like the Giants to not be too far behind. Yeah, I agree with you there. Let's move on to the Bengals and Bills, and I'll start with you, Dan, because you're a Bengals fan. The Lions move to plus 5.5, and and I have a simple question. How does Burrow get past three offensive linemen being injured? Does he just do what he did last year and get sacked eight times and win despite it? Like, that's the only option here. He's going to have to get the ball off quick. Got to find ways to get the ball moving forward. I mean, we've seen it happen before. That's why there's still part of me that believes they can get it done because they've been in this situation before. But it's not easy, and I can't lie. It was pretty much uh, a one-score game against the Bills last playoff game uh, last year, and... It might come down to it this year unless they uh, blow us out because Burrow might be on his back all game. But Man, I'm I just can't can see get... him getting blown out. Joey B? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Joey that's Burr. why I think the Bengals have been here before. The defense has been making big plays, which you want to see play, come playoff time, the defense making big plays. So if the defense can step up and have another big game, we got a chance because – Burrow has shown he can get the ball off quick and find a way to win playoff games. Yeah, I like the Bengals to cover, but I like the Bills to win. Kyle, our first episode, we were talking about the Bills. We both picked them to make the Super Bowl. Are you still yeah. feeling good about that? I am. I'm still riding with the Bills here. Um, I do think the Bengals cover. I think five and a half is a little bit disrespectful. Right? I think we're all on that. Um, yeah. But it's... I think that it's a very underrated loss, these linemen, because like Mm -hmm. I understand last year, you know, the O-line was a problem. And despite it, they still performed and 
you know, made it to that AFC championship game. Burrow has gotten comfortable with the yeah. lineman that he's had. This isn't, you know, suddenly um, this isn't like all season you've had a bad offensive line and, you know, they've been bad, but they've been bad together. Like you've got pieces on the offensive line that haven't played together. Um, you're ha- you're going against one of the best defenses in the NFL, despite that. And you're going into a hostile environment in Buffalo. Like it's just a recipe for disaster. Um, I do think that they'll keep it close. I just think that the bills have more firepower and that defense is really going to eat up burrow. Um, you know, we just hope that burrow gets hel- out healthy. That's kind of the big <laughs> thing here for me. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, I think that the bills will uh, cover or not cover. Sorry. I think the bills win, but Bengals cover. And none of us, clearly, if we're all picking the Bengals to cover, would be surprised if the Bengals win because I see no. the Bengals as the guaranteed top five team in the NFL right now. And it's honestly hard to rank any one from one to five, but any of the top five teams I think could win it. And those five teams, in my opinion, are the Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, Eagles, and 49ers. Yeah, I think that it's really going to come down to the offensive game plan in this one because you can't can't be dialing up these bombs to chase in this, I don't think, after losing those linemen. And I think that that's why I I expect the Bills to take the dub here is because that's a huge part of the Bengals' offense. And if the Bills don't have to respect the deep threat because they know they're getting to Burrow in two to three seconds – it's it's really going to change the Bengals' offensive game plan. Uh, I don't think Mixon does enough to make them respect the run game and give them more time in the play-action game. So it's really going to come down to, can you find Jamar Chase in space? Can Higgins go up and make these contested catches? Um, And can we play a clean football game? And like I'm going to say that over and over again, but you don't win a championship with penalties. You don't win a championship with turnovers. So you can in the regular season, but now you're playing the Bills in the playoffs. Exactly. So um, one of my favorite bets for this game is Joe Burrow over 11 and a half rushing yards. I think that Mm. he's going to break contain um, multiple times, most likely throughout this game, just because he has to. Like, there's no way he stands in the pocket all game and doesn't scramble for yardage. There's going to be times where he's just going to have to pick up a first down. So I'm taking the 11 and a half. That's one big run. Yeah, that could happen yeah, in I the think first the, quarter. Uh, I think the fate of this game could also rest on the shoulders of Josh Allen here because he's been very turnover prone this season. He has been. And the Bengals and... defense can make a turnover happen. Yeah, that if they can really put him under pressure, maybe get some turnovers, get him uncomfortable, it, it gives them a chance. Uh, it makes it easier for them to win the game if they can uh, keep the the consistency from happening with the Bills' offense. Yeah, for sure. So we all are in agreement there. And moving on to the final game, 6.30 on Sunday is scheduled for don't forget, don't think it's 8 o'clock. It's 6.30 on Sunday. Sunday mid-afternoon football. As everyone knows it classically, Sunday mid-afternoon football. <laughs> been waiting all day for Sunday mid-afternoon. <laughs> it's just not catchy. Cowboys no. are plus four at San Francisco. This is Brock Purdy. This is the story of Brock Purdy. 
this season could be Brock Purdy's season. I can't believe how good this guy's playing and the wheels aren't falling off. The 49ers haven't lost with him at quarterback yet. Can the Cowboys give him the first loss? And is it, is it going to be Brock Purdy like faltering to make this loss happen? Cause I honestly don't see how else the Cowboys can beat the 49ers. If it's not for Brock Purdy, just giving it to them. I think that I'm actually going to take the Cowboys in this one. Really? Um, yeah, I think that it's, you know, it's one of the closest lines of the week. Dallas played extremely well last week. Like they, they made Tom Brady look like how Brock Purdy should look. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the Cowboys really wanted their sick and tired of the narratives. They finally won a playoff game uh, on the road, which was huge. So I, I really think that they have a good chance to bring it to the 49ers. I think it's going to be one of the best games of the weekend. Um, but yeah, I think that Dallas's defense matches up really well against the 49ers. They're one of the few teams that I think we can say that about. And I think that I would rather have um, the, just the way that the Cowboys control the ball. I think that they can get it done if Dak plays like he did last week. And the 49ers defense definitely showed a hole in their armor. DK Metcalf burned them deep. The Seahawks put up 17 17 points against them in the first half, I think, maybe even more. That's something to watch out for, for sure. The lowest over-under of the weekend at 46.5, I like the over here. I think both teams can score. I have such a hard time with it because they're also both both such good defenses. Um, so I'd probably lean the under here. But you're leaning Cowboys money line? Yeah. Okay. I am on the 49ers. I've just I felt like the 49ers and Eagles were gonna match up in the playoffs for quite some time. But come on, the story writes itself for the Cowboys Eagles in the NFC championship for sure. Would love to send the Cowboys packing. So Honestly, wouldn't hate it if they didn't get kicked out until next week. Dan, who would you rather face? Okay, Uh, let's start. Let's start with this. Um, Who would I rather face as the Eagles? I think I'd rather face the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, because I'm more scared of the 49ers. Shanahan scares the shit out of me, and I saw what the Eagles could do with Gardner Minshew. Like, I'm sorry, you give Hurts that game against the Cowboys, they would have won on Christmas Eve for sure. So I, I feel better about the Eagles playing the Cowboys and the 49ers. It's also the Cowboys. It's like if you were a hockey fan saying, who would you want to play the Leafs in the playoffs or any other team? You, you would want to play the Leafs. It's the Le- they're going to choke somehow. So that's the Cowboys. Yeah, but the, the Cowboys are past the first round. That's true. That's true. And the yeah, Leafs one time got past the first round. I think in 94, the same year the Cowboys last won a playoff round, and they got to the conference finals, and then they got stomped by the MVP of the league, Wayne Gretzky. It's going to happen this year with MVP Jalen Hurts. So, yeah, I'm on 49ers um, as like the team I'd, I'd be more scared of. I think they're going to win because my fears usually come true. Yeah, I didn't think this uh, this game would be the game I'm most excited for going into the weekend, but... It actually is. I think this is going to be a exciting game. Two strong defenses, uh, two teams with something to prove. 
the Cowboys definitely have something to prove. And uh, Brock Purdy being the the rookie quarterback leading uh, his team into this playoff matchup, he has something to prove. Uh, I think it might come down to the running game here if because both teams have been really strong running the ball all year. And if one of these teams can establish the run game uh, against like each other's strong yeah, defenses, great I think defenses. it could be the, the difference yeah. maker here. For sure. Okay. So let's do a pre-weekend post or pre-divisional round Super Bowl matchup prediction. I am sticking with what I said. Episode one of the Football Blues Change podcast, I said Bills, Eagles, Eagles over Bills. Kyle, what do you think? Super Bowl matchup. Give it to me right now. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs over the Bills, uh, but I'm still riding with the Eagles on the uh, NFC side. I think it, honest to God, comes down to this final game. But being on the Cowboys stand, I I do agree that the Eagles match up better against the Cowboys than the 49ers. I'd be a lot more worried and possibly could be swayed to take the 49ers if they played the Eagles in the championship. But I'm riding Eagles, and um, I think Mahomes gets his chip, though. One thing that makes me feel so good about the Eagles 49ers matchup, though, even though I am scared of it is how many people are picking the 49ers. Like everyone's already picking the 49ers to win the NFC. Uh, that makes me feel awesome. People are usually fucking wrong. Yeah. I would love to see Mahomes win the chip. If it's not the Eagles, um, Dan, what do you think? Super bowl matchup. Give me the teams and the winner. I want my Super Bowl to be loose change themed. Bengals okay. Eagles. Let's go. That would be awesome. Our first football season, the loose change. We have two of the hosts have matchups and Kyle gets Greg Roman fired. That's a hell of a season for the boys. <laughs> that would be yeah, awesome. We got to start sending the loose change episodes to the Ravens head office. I'm pretty sure that's what got it done. I wouldn't be surprised. That was like the most exciting notification I've had pop up on my phone in a long time. <laughs> analytics say that we have one listener in um baltimore so hey yeah hey is it you we, is we, it you jim we see you eric DaCosta. we see you eric <laughs> all right and that does it for today's episode of the loose change podcast thank you so much enjoy the football we will be back on wednesday with a fresh hockey episode